The Hooded Man is one of the strangest mysteries in Game of Thrones. In the latest book, the Boltons have Winterfell, but Stannis Baratheon's army is coming to attack them. So the Boltons rally their own army with the Freys and Northern allies, crowding thousands of soldiers into Winterfell. And as a snowstorm falls, tensions rise. Because these Northern houses say they support the Boltons, but most of them actually hate the Boltons. Because the Boltons and Freys betrayed the Starks and killed hundreds of Northmen at the Red Wedding. The North remembers these Bolton crimes, so some Northern lords plan to betray the Boltons. We know Wyman Manderley is against the Boltons, and the Umbers and Dustins might be too. Ramsay marries a girl who the Boltons say is Arya Stark, though she's actually a girl called Jane. Mance Raider and six wildling women infiltrate Winterfell to rescue this girl, and Theon Greyjoy wanders the castle like a ghost, broken by Ramsay's torture. And all the while, Stannis and his army are camped in the snow nearby. So there's a lot going on in Winterfell. The Bolton Frey Northern Alliance is dangerously unstable. The castle is full of plots, secrets, and lies. And a mysterious murderer walks the castle at night. One morning, they find a dead man in Winterfell, a Riswell soldier with a broken neck half buried in the snow. Then a dead Frey squire is found naked in the castle graveyard, and a dead Flint soldier in the stables. Then one of Ramsay's friends is killed, a man called Yellow Dick. His penis was cut off and stuffed into his mouth so hard that his teeth broke. These murders get everyone suspicious, rumours fly, and tensions rise between the Northmen and the Freys. Shit really hits the fan after the fifth murder, because this victim isn't just some random soldier, it's little Walder Frey, the nine-year-old grandson of Lord Walder Frey. The Freys accuse Wyman of the murder, and the Freys and Manderleys start fighting. So to stop his army destroying itself, Ruse Bolton orders the Freys and Manderleys to go out and attack Stannis. Which is actually exactly what Stannis wants. Stannis seems to be planning a trap for the Freys, which is explained in our Pink Letter video. So these Winterfell murders may be a deliberate plan to create conflict in Winterfell to lure the Boltons into Stannis's trap. Because these five murder victims aren't random, they seem very deliberately targeted. Because most of the houses in Winterfell hate the Boltons. The only ones that seem genuinely loyal to the Boltons are the Freys and the Riswells, and those are the houses that get murdered. Roger Riswell's groom, Aenys Frey's squire and little Walder, and Ramsay Bolton's friend. All these victims are close to a lord who's loyal to the Boltons. Except for this Flint soldier. The Flints are a minor house and we don't know much about them. Maybe this Flint guy really was just kicked by a horse in the stables and he wasn't murdered. But overall, these murders seem deliberately targeted to piss off the Boltons and Freys to create conflict to help Stannis beat the Boltons. So the Lords think the murderer must be working for Stannis, or working for Wyman Manderley. Some think that Theon is the killer, but they decide it can't be Theon because he's too weak. In the books, Ramsay's torture destroys Theon's body. He's starved and frail, with missing fingers and toes, and he's psychologically broken. He doesn't have the strength to murder five men. So who is the killer? 
Amidst the murders, Theon wanders Winterfell aimless and alone, and one night he sees a mysterious man in a hooded cloak. The man recognises Theon and calls him a Turncloak and a Kinslayer. Many Northmen hate Theon Turncloak because Theon betrayed the Starks and took Winterfell. Calling Theon a Kinslayer is unusual, but it's because everyone thinks that Theon killed Bran and Rickon Stark, who were Theon's foster brothers. So even though Theon and the Starks weren't kin, as in blood relatives, it's still kind of kinslaying. The hooded man puts a hand on his dagger, as though he might attack Theon, but when Theon shows him his disfigured, tortured hands, the man laughs and leaves Theon to his fate. So Theon thinks this hooded man might be the murderer in Winterfell. Why else would he be striding around at night with his cloak and dagger? But the hooded man might not be working alone. There are only three characters in the whole series who call Theon a kinslayer. First is the hooded man, then there's Rowan, one of the wildlings who helps Theon and Jane escape Winterfell. Then there's Crowfood Umber, a Northman working for Stannis, who rescues Theon and Jane outside Winterfell. So it's very convenient that Crowfood just happened to be outside Winterfell to grab Theon right after Rowan helped him escape. So there's a theory that Rowan and Crowfood are connected. Rowan really hates Theon for supposedly killing Bran and Rickon. She spits in Theon's face and says he wasn't punished enough for killing the Starks. Which is weird because Rowan is a wildling. The Starks and the wildlings have been enemies for centuries, yet Rowan makes a respectful comment about Lord Eddard's words. Why does this wildling respect Ned Stark? It's mentioned that Crowfood Umber once had a daughter who was carried off by wildlings 30 years ago, so maybe Rowan is that daughter. The Umbers are loyal to the Starks, so if Rowan was raised as an Umber, that would explain why she respects Ned Stark, and why she hates Theon for killing Ned Stark's sons, and why she's willing to risk her life to save the girl who she thinks is Ned Stark's daughter. If Rowan is Crowfood's daughter, they might have been working together on this rescue, and that's why Crowfood was outside the walls at the right time. And the Hooded Man also seems connected, because the Hooded Man appears on the same night that Crowfood arrives outside Winterfell. Maybe they came together. And Crowfood calls Theon a Turncloak and Kinslayer, just like the Hooded Man calls him a Turncloak and Kinslayer. Maybe the Hooded Man and Rowan and Crowfood are all working together to rescue Arya and to murder soldiers to help Stannis beat the Boltons. Remember that Rowan and the Wildlings were sent to Winterfell by Melisandre, who works for Stannis, just like Crowfood works for Stannis. So how does the Hooded Man fit in this conspiracy? And who is the Hooded Man? One possibility is Robert Glover, the brother of Lord Galbert Glover. The Glover brothers fought for Robb Stark in his war, but then Robert was screwed over by Roose Bolton, who sent Robert into a trap at Duskendale. Meanwhile, Robert's wife and children got captured by Asher Greyjoy, who still has his kids as hostages on the Iron Islands. In Book 5, Robert works with Wyman Manderley in his secret plan to betray the Boltons and help Stannis. So Robert's already in an anti-Bolton conspiracy. Maybe he came with Wyman to Winterfell and became the Hooded Man, 
committing these murders and maybe working with Crowfood and Rowan. When Robert plots with Wyman, Robert wears a cloak and uses a dagger, like the Hooded Man has a cloak and dagger. And it makes sense that the Hooded Man really hates Theon Tonecloak, because the Greyjoy invasion of the North cost Robert his family and home. So Robert Glover fits, he could be the Hooded Man. But there is a problem with this theory. Because Robert Glover knows that Bran and Rickon are alive. So if Robert is the Hooded Man, and he knows Theon didn't kill the Starks, why would he call Theon Kinslayer? You could argue that Theon is a Kinslayer because he got some Ironborn killed at Moat Caelan, and there is a crazy theory that Theon killed his own sons, which we'll get to, but it doesn't make much sense for Robert to call Theon Kinslayer. So who else could be the Hooded Man? Harwin was one of Ned Stark's guards. He used to help Arya, John, and Rob learn to ride horses. He's a trusted and loyal servant of House Stark. In Book 1, Harwin was sent on a mission with Beric and Thoros, but they were attacked, and the group became the Brotherhood Without Banners. When Arya meets the Brotherhood, she reunites with Harwin, and it's an emotional moment, with Arya and Harwin reconnecting with their past lives at Winterfell. Harwin's fond of Arya, and protective of her, but they split when Arya leaves the Brotherhood. In Book 4, Harwin's in the Brotherhood group led by Lady Stoneheart, the resurrected corpse of Catelyn Stark. Stoneheart seems to be searching for her daughter Arya, questioning captives about her. And by now, Stoneheart must have heard the news that Arya has married Ramsay Bolton. So maybe Stoneheart sent someone to rescue Arya, and Harwin is the perfect man for the job. He knows Arya, he knows Winterfell, he's loyal to the Starks, so maybe Harwin went to Winterfell, and when he realised that Ramsay's bride isn't really Arya, he could have become the Hooded Man, murdering Boltons, getting involved with Rowan and Wyman's conspiracies. Since Harwin knew Theon and the Starks as they grew up together, it makes sense that Harwin would see Bran and Rickon as Theon's brothers, and so would hate Theon as a kinslayer. An argument against Harwin is that he and Theon knew each other for years, so why doesn't Theon recognise Harwin? It's not like the hooded man's hood covers his face, because Theon and the man come face to face, and their eyes meet. Then again, Theon fails to recognise his own sister earlier, mistaken identities are a theme in his story. And Arya has trouble recognising Harwin, because he's thinner and got a new beard, so maybe Theon just doesn't recognise Harwin. So Harwin might be the Hooded Man, originally on a mission to save Arya, and now involved in murder and conspiracy in Winterfell. And unlike Robert Glover, Harwin has an emotional connection to the Stark characters, so he could be a more meaningful reveal if he's the Hooded Man. Another possibility is Hallis Mullen, another Winterfell guard. He guards Catelyn Stark during Rob's war in the south, until Catelyn gets Ned Stark's bones. She wants her husband's bones to rest in the crypt at Winterfell, so she sends Hal to take the bones north. But as far as we know, Hal never arrives at Winterfell. Catelyn thinks that Hal might have been blocked off from the north at Moat Caelan. In Winterfell, Barbary Dustin tells Theon that she's watching for Ned's bones, because she wants to intercept them and feed them to her dogs. But Barbary hasn't found the bones either. So where is Hal? If he was blocked at Moat Caelan, he could have ended up in nearby Greywater Watch, 
the home of Howland Reed, who happens to be the one man alive who would know that Jon Snow is the son of Prince Rhaegar. Also, last we saw Robert's brother Galbert, he was sent to Howland Reed, and Galbert knows about Robb Stark's will that makes Jon king in the north. So Hal could get involved in a whole bunch of potential conspiracies. And if he did eventually make it to Winterfell, Hal could play the role of the hooded man, killing Bolton soldiers, maybe returning Ned's bones. Like Harwin, Hal knew Theon and the Starks as they grew up, so it makes sense that Hal would hate Theon as a kinslayer. But Hal's personality might be a problem. He has a loose tongue and tends to loudly state the obvious, so he doesn't sound like the ideal person for a secret hooded mission, but it's still possible that Hal is the hooded man. So Hal or Harwin or maybe Robert Glover could all be the hooded man. Some fans think that Brendan Blackfish or Benjamin Stark could be the hooded man. It could kind of be anyone who loved the Starks, and maybe that's the point. One of the themes in the story is that even though the Starks are defeated, their legacy lives on. The North remembers Ned Stark's leadership, and that's why so many Northmen still fight and die in his name, and are trying to save his daughter. Maybe the Hooded Man is the embodiment of this loyalty, living proof that the North remembers. He could be any unnamed, unknown Northman. Maybe it doesn't matter who's under the hood. But here's the thing. Whoever the Hooded Man is, he's probably not the murderer in Winterfell. The wildlings are. Jon Snow and Melisandre sent Mance and these women to Winterfell, to rescue Jane, who they think is Arya. But even if Rowan is an Umber, there's no way that all these wildlings would risk their lives just to save Arya Stark. Jon thinks they must have some other hidden plan in Winterfell, which is probably the plan to help Stannis beat the Boltons by murdering these soldiers. We know these wildling women can fight. They kill several guards while Theon and Jane escape. So Theon accuses the women of these murders. And Rowan says they didn't kill Little Walder, but she kind of admits that they did kill Yellowdick and the others. In the escape, we see the women use their sexuality to get guards in a vulnerable position so they can kill them. And they probably use the same strategy on these murder victims. Like, Yellowdick has his cock in his mouth, and this Frey Squire is found naked. The women must have lured these men with sex before killing them. That explains most of these murders, but what about Little Walder? If the wildlings didn't kill him, who did? There's a theory that Little Walder was killed by his cousin, Big Walder. Big Walder is just nine years old, but he's ambitious and brutal. He's always talking about the line of succession in House Frey, and how he's determined to become Lord of the Crossing. And it sounds like he's willing to kill for it. He talks casually about murdering other Freys, and when Little Walder's body is found, Big Walder's gloves are caked with his cousin's blood. Bloody hands are a classic symbol of guilt. So it seems likely that Big Walder killed Little Walder to move up the line of succession. The Wildlings killed Yellow Dick and the Riswell and the Frey as part of their conspiracy, and this poor Flintfucker was probably just kicked by a horse. Murder mystery solved. But if these are the murderers, what's the point of the hooded man? 
Like, he could just be helping Rowan and Crowfood or Wyman or something, but surely this mysterious figure has some deeper meaning. Theon's story in this book is about escaping his identity as Reek and becoming Theon Greyjoy again. Reek is broken, he's weak and afraid and obedient to Ramsay. Theon is the man he used to be, proud and strong, a Greyjoy. Ramsay's torture and control has forced him to suppress his identity as Theon. Reek thinks of Theon as a different person to himself. Theon Greyjoy died, and Reek is a new man, born in Ramsay's dungeons. While Theon struggles with this identity crisis, he's also haunted by ghosts. Winterfell is full of ghosts for Theon Greyjoy. Because Winterfell is where Theon grew up with the Starks, and it's where he betrayed the Starks when he took their castle. Theon killed Northmen and Ironborn here, people who trusted him, and he says their ghosts are angry. Theon hears ghostly voices in the godswood, and he sees Bran Stark's face in a weirwood tree. So with all his guilt and trauma, Theon is seeing shit, he's hearing voices, he's haunted by ghosts, he doesn't know who he is in this crisis between Theon and Reek. And it's during this crisis that Theon sees the hooded man. He comes face to face with this mysterious figure alone in the snow. And oddly, Theon is not afraid. There's a theory that this hooded man is a ghost, a vision or hallucination in Theon's tortured mind, and a representation of his identity crisis. Like, maybe the hooded man is the ghost of who Theon used to be. Because the hooded man acts a lot like Theon once did. He's confident and purposeful and kind of a dick. Because the man laughs at Theon's disfigured hand, which is like how Theon used to laugh at people. Like, in the TV show, Theon kind of always was a sensitive sad boy, but in the books, Theon started as this confident, smug, sometimes cruel young man. He was known for his sly smile and his mocking, contemptuous laugh, just like the hooded man laughs at Theon's misfortune. Also, in book two, at the height of Theon's confidence and pride, he wore a hooded cloak, like the hooded man. So maybe by facing the hooded man, Reek faces the ghost of Theon Greyjoy, as part of his journey from Reek back to Theon. The ghost also represents his guilt and self-hatred, because the man is hostile, accusing Theon of his crimes. It's like the ghosts in Shakespeare, in Hamlet and Macbeth, characters are haunted by ghosts which represent the character's inner conflicts, guilts, and doubts. The hooded man could also represent death. In the Faith of the Seven, the god of death appears as a hooded man called the Stranger. This hooded man is a stranger, and he threatens Theon, but Theon defies him, saying, the gods are not done with me. Theon faces death and tells him not today, instead choosing life as Theon and escaping Winterfell. So the hooded man is an important moment in Theon's character arc from Reek to Theon. Given the psychological turmoil he's in and all the talk of ghosts, it's possible that the hooded man is some vision or hallucination in Theon's mind. But 
there are problems with this theory, because the hooded man calls Theon a kinslayer, but Theon thinks he's not a kinslayer because he didn't actually kill Bran and Rickon. So if the hooded man is just in Theon's mind, why would he accuse himself of a crime he didn't commit? There's a theory that Theon is a kinslayer after all. Because in book two, Theon fails to find Bran and Rickon, so instead Theon kills two other boys of the same age and burns them and says their bodies are Bran and Rickon's. The mother of these boys is a woman called the Miller's Wife, and Theon mentions that he had sex with her a couple times. So maybe one or both of the children Theon killed are actually Theon's sons. In book two, Ygritte tells the story of a man who unknowingly killed his own father. She says the gods hate kinslayers, even when they kill unknowing. If Theon unknowingly murdered his own children, it's similar to how he unknowingly tried to have sex with his own sister. There's an Oedipal Freudian thing going on here. Maybe deep down, Theon knows that the kids were his and he suppresses this deep, dark secret to his subconscious, not wanting to believe he's a kinslayer. At one point, he tries not to remember something about these boys. There were things too hurtful to remember. Maybe the hooded man calling Theon kinslayer is the externalization of that suppressed memory, a subconscious spectre of guilt. It's a cool theory, but there's not much evidence that the boys are Theon's sons. And you'd think that if that was true, it would have been revealed by the end of the book when Reek became Theon. So maybe the real meaning of the Kinslayer stuff is to explore the question of who Theon's kin is. Were the Starks his family, or the Ironborn? Was Winterfell his home? Did he betray the only people who really loved him? These are the questions at the heart of Theon's arc, and that's probably why this Kinslayer idea keeps coming up. But if Theon didn't slay his kin, it doesn't make sense for Theon's ghost to call him Kinslayer. So who is the Hooded Man? There's no one answer. The man could be Harwin or Hal or maybe Robert Glover in some plot against the Boltons with Rowan and Crowfood and Stannis. But the murderers in Winterfell are probably the Wildlings and Big Walder, so it's not clear what the Hooded Man does. The man could be a ghost or delusion, but that theory has problems too. Maybe we'll find out in the next book. Maybe we'll never know the truth. But one thing is certain. When you're infiltrating a castle, you've got to protect your privacy and security. So you can wear a hooded cloak, or you can use ExpressVPN. If you don't have a VPN, your browsing history can be tracked by your ISP and by governments and by companies selling your data. ExpressVPN encrypts your internet connection to keep your data private. It also protects you from hackers if you're using dodgy Wi-Fi at a cafe. And it lets you change your browsing location, so you can watch YouTube videos that are blocked in your country, or watch American Netflix from anywhere in the world. We used ExpressVPN to watch Westworld on HBO Now. A VPN is also essential if you torrent movies and TV shows. Legitimate legal downloads only, of course. So find out how you can get three months of ExpressVPN for free by clicking the link in the description. Thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe, and comment below who you think the hooded man is. Thanks to the artists, their links are below.
This video topic was chosen by our Patreon supporters. Thanks to patrons Tunicht Gut, Teresa Blagg, Mirdrud, Nick Hunter, Joshua Garrard, Eric Hilgendorf, Esther, and hmm. Cheers.